This is the Death of a Dream podcast with your host, Hannah Ness. It is a great way to start the day, to start it in your greatness. If this is how you're starting your day, if this is how you're ending your day, that's pretty freaking awesome too, right? Let's go ahead and start off with being great. So yesterday, I killed it. Like higher than usual frequency, it was a weekend and usually I can be found for a little bit of the day just soaking in relaxation and rest. And yesterday it was like I was high flying. I have no idea what came over me, but we got all winterized because guess what? It is snowing. And no, it's not January. And yes, the snow is sticking and it looks like it is going to stick around. So we got all winterized. So all the things inside, leaves raked. I didn't do that. My husband did. Leaves raked, loaded up, taken out, pumpkins gone. Summer outdoor furniture gone. Outdoor playhouse gone all the things. And we had to kind of winterize our house and get all the clutter kind of cleaned up. So that is what we did yesterday. And I killed it. I think that I maybe sat for probably a half hour total. Also, I took a shower on a Sunday when we had nothing to do and it feels so amazing. So anyways, that's my great thing. Yesterday, I just killed it and really got things in order for winter and for coldness and for just life. Not having clutter releases so much of your kind of in your head energy. And so that's my great thing. Killed it didn't even take like ridiculous amounts of energy drinks or energy pills. Actually, I had no caffeine yesterday and I still felt like I could take over the world. I think a lot of it has to do with um, just being more mindful about what I'm eating and making sure that I'm getting my workouts in and that kind of muscle build leaves you burning energy all day long, which then in turn returns more energy. That probably doesn't make sense. And that definitely is not scientific. But I think it has a lot to do with the kind of muscles that I'm building right now. Uh, So that's my great thing. Go ahead, take a minute, say your great thing out loud. It is very important in the practice of greatness to say it out loud and to get comfortable owning your greatness and making sure that you assign it to just you, which I realize in mine, I said that my husband raked the leaves, uh, but I did not say in there that it was a team effort. I was Energizer Bunny yesterday and it felt great because that is who I am. So on the subject of getting organized, I can't, and maybe this is just me, but Anytime that I have, uh, I actually had lunch with the listener the other day, actually last Thursday, Erica, girl, shout out, she is going to go change the world. And I'm super excited that this podcast is a part of her day. Um, So I had a listener lunch the other day and we were talking about 
how how do you build something like this and not stop everything else that you're doing so so I would say well it's hard to kind of focus on this because you know that means that I'm not playing with my kids or that means that I'm not doing the laundry or that means that I'm not x y and z right you can fill in the blank there are plenty of things and (laughs) and so I said yeah no question that's hard I mean, that's the hardest part is like, when do you do this? Well, a lot of my morning is spent doing this because people are asleep. Yo, I don't have to think about anyone else. This is kind of my time to start the day. So if you have a window, go for it. That doesn't mean that I'm always alone. That doesn't mean that Baylor doesn't guest star once in a while. That doesn't mean that once in a while my kids aren't downstairs watching a movie because I need to do this. But it's time that I don't feel responsible for everyone else. And that's important. So on weekends, when it would make the most sense to kind of build this sort of empire, um, I was feeling like where what what do you give up on what gives you give up on cooking you give up on taking care of your children you give up on being organized you give up on a clean house you give up on xyz right and this weekend last week I had told my husband like I just need a day where everything just gets done so when I open closets or when I look in around the corner there's not a secret mess hiding there like if I just had one day to get everything sorted cleaned up taken care of it would all be off my mind and I could stay on a structured schedule and the reason that structure is important is because you can accurately assign your time. So I think back to when I was the busiest. So I was coaching volleyball, working full time, obviously, and I had two kids, one of which was in diapers, not just regular diapers that you throw away in the trash, cloth diapers that you have to clean every week. And so structure was vital, right? I mean, I was spending, I was probably working about 80, eh, probably 100 hours a week. 100 makes it seem fake. So we'll say 90, 90 hours a week on volleyball and work and having that structure and that immediate baseline allowed my mind to be in the places it needed to be. So when I was at volleyball practice, I wasn't thinking about the load of diapers that I needed to be doing. I wasn't thinking about the mounds of clothes that were sitting there undone. I wasn't thinking about the playroom being super messy. I was thinking about volleyball. And this is where it becomes super important about being intentional with your time is that when you aren't your mind can wander. And by can, I mean will. And by will, I mean, dude, you're going to be thinking about everything else if you don't get ahead of it. So 
being intentional with your time. So this weekend really allowed me to start a new baseline and kind of start over. So I actually plan all of my um, weekly chores into my schedule, but that wasn't working. Why? Because I was so behind in everything. Every time that I would go to that schedule or try to get back on that schedule and stay good with it, I would have to stop and do a deep clean and then that would put me behind on something else and that would put me behind on something else that would put me behind on something else so there really wasn't a way to get there without getting back to what this house and regularly scheduled programming looks like so y'all I don't know why I said y'all I do know some people in Texas uh so that might be where it's coming from but y'all Being intentional with your time, knowing when you can spend time on that and when you can't is important because just flying by the seat of your pants works just fine as long as it's never tested, right? These, this intentionality stands the test of time. I am telling you, I hit a deer, I played at state, this whole thing was tested in craziness. I mean, that would have been the craziest couple weeks of my entire life. The managing of said infant, the managing of said three-year-old, the managing of said husband, the managing of my household, the managing of all of the things was possible because of the intention that was set up prior to the madness. So how do you do that, right? That's so great, Hannah. Oh my gosh, it's amazing. You're amazing. It's so great that you do a podcast so I can listen to you and and just think, oh my gosh, she's so amazing. I could never be that amazing, but she's amazing. Please don't say that about me. I promise you, if you have listened to the entirety of this podcast, the one thing you have probably come to realize is that I am not amazing. I do do a podcast. That's great. Um, but I am far from amazing. But the reason that I can testify about having a good baseline is because I have been tested. I have had things come up that are out of the normal that test you and test your limits and I can tell you this is tried and true. Putting intention behind having a good baseline and then growing from there is vital. You can't just write on a board So say that your state championship is a clean house, maintaining a clean house, and that would be the bee's knees to you. That would be everything you ever wanted to accomplish, just having a clean house, consistent maintaining a clean house. If that's your state championship, you don't go from losing every game (laughs) to winning a state title. Okay, and the people who graduate and move to that 
have intentionality behind the steps it takes to get there because you aren't going to go from losing every game to winning a state title. It's rare. Got it? I love you, but I don't want to set you up to fail. It is rare. So you need to set yourself up for little wins, or I like to call these stair steps, right? What does it look like in between there? How can you show yourself or your team or whomever wins along the way? Because the process in between gets long and that's where you lose, right? You don't just lose the state final. You lose all the games leading up to that as well. Or you win all of them. And then you don't lose and then you're in even more trouble. So, (laughs) sorry, that's a whole nother podcast on the efficiency of losing. So, putting intention behind your hours, putting intention behind what little wins look like. So you, if keeping your, maintaining a clean house for a month is a huge accomplishment for you, but that seems realistic, what are we going to do in the meantime? Okay, we got to set ourselves up for a little win. So maybe for the first, maybe two days, two days for two weeks, we keep the house spotless. We wake up every morning, we do a spot clean, we spot clean before we go to bed, and we are intentional about that. Two days for two weeks, we keep the house spotless, right? And as you see that little win, like, oh, that wasn't that hard, right? Now I'm going to go ahead. Let's increase that to three days. That wasn't that bad. Okay. Let yourself win there. Three days. Okay. We got this, right? Good. But you're going to have to start with that baseline. So I was starting and stopping every week. Like, oh my gosh, now we have so much freaking laundry. Now I'm so far behind. This is ridiculous. And I have a full-blown schedule for this, but because I was always getting behind or starting and stopping every single week, right? I would never get ahead or even get in line with where I wanted to be. Okay? So the baseline, so you're probably going to have to take a day, if not two, to get super organized and ready for your house to be clean, for yourself to get on a schedule. This is good. Then grant yourself some freaking grace. It doesn't happen overnight, right? You're not going to be perfect. There are going to be nights where you are so exhausted, there's no way you can do another thing, where you just took care of the third load of dirty diapers like you've never seen. Like child had to have a bath after diapers three times today. What is this child possessed with? I can't. Um, You are going to have those days. So 
You got to grant yourself grace and you have to set yourself up to get enough wins along the way to show yourself that this isn't impossible. Okay, but just writing, maintain a clean house is too far down the road for you, sister. Sorry, I don't know. Maybe your house is super clean and that's not your issue. But a lot of times we just write like the biggest, baddest goal that we could ever have. And we don't give ourselves enough stair steps to get there. We're just like, oh no, oh no. You best know that my vertical was 30 in high school. And I'm pretty confident that I can springboard myself all the way to that last goal. You can't, no matter what your vert was. I don't actually even know if 30 is a good vertical. So don't mind me. (laughs) In my unrealistic vertical. I have no idea. (laughs) And I probably should. (laughs) Okay, but you aren't going to get there all in one step. So how are you setting yourself up to take stair steps to be that person? What are you doing? Who do you want to be? How do you get there? And start from a good baseline. I can't preach that enough. If keeping your house clean is important, it is probably important that it starts clean. Right? So yesterday was all about cleaning the slate. Every single room in my house, closets included, are set up the way that I need them to be set up for me to operate in a normal day-to-day. That is so important. Wildly important. Right? That baseline allows me to do the other things I need to do. I actually don't even know what's on my schedule yet. It's kind of funny because I talk with my hands a lot and... um. Now I have my new phone. My Google Pixel. Sorry, I went Android. I know. That means that my bubbles are apparently blue instead of green. And I don't know why that's throwing everyone off. But I apologize. Um, Like, I never noticed when people's were blue or green. So, sorry. Sorry to the world. Uh, But... When I talk with my hands and so I keep like noticing that my phone's turning on and it's because it has motion sense. And so anytime that I get close to it, move by it, it actually unlocks faster than most phones because (laughs) it already knows that you're coming for it. And so it's like inner prepping itself to unlock or to recognize your face, Um, which it is super fast at doing that. But that does mean that my bubbles are blue. Sorry. Um... Anyways, (laughs) Android life. (laughs) I just can't keep going with the sheep in the same direction. Must change direction. Too many people here can't do it. Can't keep living this life. Can't keep seeing all the same things. Having all the same things as everyone around me. It seriously bothers me. I can't do it. So my bubbles are blue, people. Get used to it, because I'm going to keep showing up in this Android life. Either way, 
establishing your organization, establishing anything has to come from a good baseline and has to come with stair step goals. You aren't going to hit the end goal. If the end goal is a year from now, you better have a way to win on the way there. Right? Otherwise, you're just kind of trudging through. Good people. Constituents. You're going to just keep treading through, right? And a lot of times with my house, that's how it would work. I don't really have a clear goal in mind. I don't really know what my start stop looks like. But if that's something that's important to me, then I should communicate that to my family so they can help contribute. Because I think a lot of times we just want to cuss under our breath and be like, oh my gosh, everyone's just working against me. This is terrible. No one, no one understands. Uh, Indeed, they don't. Good anger voice. They probably don't understand. I don't think that people really want to work against you and all the things that you have envisioned for your life. I really don't. Okay, there's the occasional. But for the most part, by and large, people want to support you. And they want to help you get where you want to go. And yes, that even includes your children, your significant others, your partners, your family. They want to help you get there. They do. But they can't. If they don't know and know, yelling from the top of the stairs, from your most crazy state that no one helps you and that this house is never going to stay clean if no one helps is not an effective strategy, right? Slamming the door and crying in your bed, into your pillow, because no one helps you keep this house clean, will, yes, ruffle some feathers and maybe get them to start lifting a finger, but it will not help you maintain this house long term. They will help you probably in that moment, especially if you're crying and they care. Um, But if they don't really know what your idea of a clean house is or what your expectation is for how long we maintain said clean house or X, Y, and Z, if they don't know and they don't understand the schedule and they don't all the things, then they can't help become a part of the solution. And thinking that they're just going to pick it up because they see you cleaning. Yeah, that's helpful. But people don't generally jump to help if they don't understand what they're helping with. (laughs) Right? (laughs) If they don't understand what the end goal is. Okay. I'm not saying that your kids are going to pick this up and run with it and help you every second. But if you actually tell them what your goal is, what you're trying to do, why this is important to you, that why piece, right? Like with my husband, I need this house to be clean because I need to be able to mentally focus on 
building whatever this is on weekends. And a lot of times we're playing catch up on the weekends with the house and it's got to be done or my mind wanders and looks at the things that need to be dusted and sees all of the laundry piled up that I should be doing instead of working on this and sees the messy playroom that literally you can't walk through every time that I walk upstairs. I can't focus when there is hecticness in my head, right? There are always going to be lists of things that you should do, likely, right? And that's why being intentional with where your time goes is vital, um, one of my favorite features, and I don't know if the Apple phone actually has this, but one of my favorite features that I discovered yesterday is that you can put, and you can probably do this, there's probably an app, or Apple phones probably have it, and I just never realized it. Um, so I can actually put time limits on my use of apps. Yeah. So yesterday I was looking at like, oh, how long was I on Facebook the other day? How long was I on Instagram? How long? Because it'll tell you. You have you were on your phone for two hours. Uh, hour of that was spent on Facebook. And it like accumulates the entirety of the day. Right? And then I'm like, wait a second. An hour? I don't even like Facebook. What was I doing? No, 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 no. No, no. No, that's not going to work for me. An entire hour? Are you kidding me? So anyways, you can set limits for your apps and then it will time you out of them and it will close the app down for the rest of the day if you've gone over your limit. I'm pretty sure there's a way to undo it if you needed to, but like last night I was going to bed and I'm like, oh, I should just sit on Facebook for a little second. That'll be fun. Let's do that. Okay. And then, you know what? I only had like a minute left. So I got to do a very quick scroll, which trust, that's all that you need. You're good. And boom, done. And so it's setting me up to put intention behind how much I'm engaging in those apps that waste a lot of valuable time. Like I won't take an hour to do much of anything, right? But I'm just mindlessly scrolling on an app for an hour? Are you kidding me? Is this a joke? No, no, good girl. You cannot build an empire and spend that much time doing something so mindless. <sighs> so anyways, I love that. I can put timing limits on my phone. Hello, people. Good people of the world, if you would like to engage with me, yes, I will be posting every day my great thing on Facebook, but other than that, I'm not hanging out there much, okay? And I can see notifications when you actually post into the group, um, but that should be where my time spend 
is maxed out. Engaging with all of you on Facebook and then getting out, it's okay. There's like this whole other world of engagement that I like to be in. Right? Um, so anyways, setting yourself up intentionally with that time. And yes, I am a crazy person about it. And here is why. Life looks great when it looks great. When it is tested, what do you look like? A crazy person? A person whose house looks crazy? A person whose life looks crazy? The only reason that I am telling you to set up your life with this much schedule and intention is because when that becomes your baseline, the craziness doesn't affect you. You are just operating at a higher rate. And I'm not telling you to live your life so defined by a schedule that you can't breathe. But I am telling you, setting your time up intentionally helps you weather the craziness of any storm. Okay? Right? So when your kid wakes up and is sick, yeah, you have another load of laundry. And yes, you have to coordinate who's going to watch said child. But for the most part, your day still operates. And when things last longer than a day, you might just have to take a day to reset. But you know what your operating frequency looks like. You know how to get back in the swing of things because there actually is a swing of things, right? Just operating frivolously and doing as needed done is a crazy way to live. This intentionality behind your time sets you up to weather the storm. When shit gets crazy, you're not going to have to recover for three weeks. You might recover for a day, two days, and then you're back in the flow. But not knowing where you're going and what happens and what goes here and what fills this gap, not knowing what that time looks like, creates chaos. And putting together this kind of intention behind your time will help you avoid chaos. 